0: Hey, this is Marilyn
1: Gigliotti. Hey, this is Brian O'Halloran. Hey, everybody. My name is Scott Schiaffo, actor best known as the Chulies Gum Guy from the film Clerks. And welcome to Clerks Minute. You're listening to Clerks Minute. And I'm not even supposed to be here today. Hi, this is Mike Zapsik from AMC's Comic Book Man, the podcast I sell comics and the Ming and Mike show. And you are listening to Clerks Minute. What's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You
2: got a minute? Good, because you're listening to Clerks Minute. Hey, this is Walt Flanagan, the Lon Chaney of
1: the 90s and you are listening to Clerks Minute. Emma, are you like this because you have an unnaturally large clit? You just had to tell him, didn't you? It kind of came out one day. He says it's so big it's almost like a little cock, which says all kinds of weird things about him that I don't even want to think about. You wouldn't want to be with a girl with an oversized clit. <laughs> no. The next stop is a guy with an undersized dick.
2: Welcome back to Clerks Minute, the show where we look back at the 2006 Kevin Smith sequel, Clerks 2, to making out minutes at a time. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle.
1: And I'm John Windsor. I'm um, I'm from Mystic Pizza Minute. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Good to be here. So we jump back into the scene where we
2: were actually in our last episode with Kurt Hoffman before we lost him with our internet crash. We were talking about how... uh, Mm -hmm. We about Emma's oversized clit. <laughs> and and right. I love the fact that Randall says he says it's so big it's almost like a little cock <laughs> which is disturbing right. on so many levels.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's why I picked this minute. I just saw the words oversized clit and I was like, Mine <laughs> That's me. That but uh, I have a question here, so one with an oversized clit. <laughs> You know it's like the one question that i have about this topic
2: you know it's funny that was going to be my question too i can't say i've ever mm-hmm. run into this problem <laughs> I, i've only had a couple right. of girlfriends i've only had a couple I'm, obviously i'm married and never right. never something that's ever been an issue i have a question for you because i ask this to kurt sure. has a conversation like this ever
1: come up with you and your best friend I, I I think, yeah, like uh, this conversation kind of has come up because I do know so know somebody with an oversized clip. Oh. but like I don't know them all that well. It was just that somebody that she knew was telling me that she had one because she saw her getting changed once. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was just a conversation about that. And that was like this kind of reminds me of the conversation they're having in clerks, too. Yes, yeah, so that, that's my oversized click story. I know someone who has one, but uh, hell, I'm not going to say any names here, I guess. No, don't worry about it.
2: You don't have to say any names. All right, let's get out of the oversized click conversation because that's just something that's weird to say over and over again.
1: <laughs> right. It is. It is kind of like the first thing you hear in this conversation. But I guess it's kind of the end of the conversation. Like it's less than thirty seconds that they're talking about this, and then they go to like the outside of uh, movies.
2: Yes, we are outside of movies, and I I, I love the music in the background. Just instrumental is on the soundtrack. Absolutely love the music,
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: we're back to the weird weirdness of watching Emma and Dante make out with being Jennifer Schwaback Smith and Bridget Halloran making out, which is really strange.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was uh, thinking like I work at a restaurant. And uh, if I just went outside of my restaurant to make out with my girlfriend, everyone in the restaurant would be like, what is he doing out there? Like, why did he think that would be okay to sit on those swings and do that?
0: Yeah, what is he doing? Uh, getting to second base, I believe.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, like, kids around, he's just some, like, 34-year-old guy. You know, nobody wants to see that.
2: Well, uh, well okay, I'm well, just going by the okay, swings i'm going by the swings and everything else me and my friends when we were in our mm-hmm. 20s did hang out at our park all the time and there was always a lot of making out in our group going out on the swings. so this is not yeah. odd to me maybe it's
1: a jersey thing yeah and yeah, maybe it's a jersey thing this goes to uh okay. about this like these are like uh these are like middle-aged people that like kevin smith has uh, assigned teenager roles to you know so like if this were a movie about teenagers making out on the swings i don't think it would be as creepy looking as it is Brian O'Halloran and Kevin Smith's wife making out on the swings. <laughs> so
2: you know what I mean, that's a valid point, especially because the next thing we hear is her asking him if he's hard, which is
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, that's, that's yeah. Crazy. He's got a uh, he's got a little middle aged semi going on.
2: Yeah, I, I don't even know what to say here because there's way too much conversation about his dick now in this part of the conversation.
0: <laughs> well, had to make up for the oversized clit. Touché! <laughs> absolutely yeah we, yeah that's true yeah
2: we do have to do we, we went from oversight clips to now talking about Brian, about talking about Dante's dick
1: that's pretty <laughs> what we've done that's that's disturbing on a lot of levels well you know that's what you're used to do of a Kevin Smith movie you know he's just here are the characters now you have to think about the characters the genitals <laughs> you know <laughs> oh, Close no. curtain Kevin Smith
0: <laughs> oh great now I'm thinking of the opening for reservoir dogs morning noon, night dick 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 dick
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay now we move on to the conversation that i actually have to i have to actually almost side with kind of side with dante here there's a lot to this because dante um is making a point that apparently the they don't need an apartment anymore because their her mom is buying them a house of the wedding present mm-hmm. that's something i'm going to reference the movie here myself and i'm going to go right to my big crack creek wedding that's what that reminds yeah. me of Mm -hmm. Where a house is a thing, but like, are we talking about a house like in that movie where it's right next door because it happens to be on your land?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of confused to what Dante's problem is here. Like, he's getting a free house, but does that mean, like, he's living in the mother's house and that, like, the mother's going to be around all the time? Is that his problem with this house? Because otherwise, free house, like, cool.
0: Actually, it kind of does come off a bit creepy. It's kind of like Stepford in a way.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it's like she's giving him the house, but in turn he has to be a part of her community.
0: Yeah, it's just the whole thing with, you know, him getting yeah. set up, at a, up as a manager at one of her father's car washes. Yeah, I'm about to say buy, that too. Yeah, them buying the house for them. It kind of feels like they're trying to fit Dante into this sort of perfect, idyllic, boring life.
1: Yeah, he wants to remain kind of like a teenager in jersey and they're like no no you have to you have to step up you know if you're gonna marry our daughter i guess that does
2: sound like something here i mean yeah. it's kind of like we, we want to change you we don't like you yeah. so we're going to bring you to florida and give mm-hmm. you all these things and change you that's yeah. what i'm getting out of this
1: yeah. yeah you know like on paper that's what it looks like yeah. but you know maybe they're just like uh this is how we do things in the family and if you're going to be in the family you got to be in the family
2: very godfatherish there.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I yeah. think that makes it worse.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I feel for Dante here. Don't I, get me wrong. I wouldn't at, want to do that either. But uh
0: really does feel like they're not doing this, you know, it's not like she likes him for who he is right now. It's just like she's basically you know, taking him and basically saying, "You know, I could make him better. I could change my beloved." And I will say something.
2: There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that mentality if it's not massive stuff. Yeah. Like, I got married. In my marriage, I have matured. As I was mm-hmm. in my twenties, I'm, I'm, I'm in my late thirties. I have matured. I am a little bit better. Ba- my, my wife, my, when I say my wife, by the way, for those who don't know this, that are new listeners, I'm married to Kyle's sister. I just want to mm-hmm. clarify that to people that don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. She, and she'll be on the show later this season, by the way. But anyway, um, she takes care of the finances. But together, we make more sense. We've kind of changed each other in the positive. This, in this situation, it looks like. She's not happy with the person he is. It so us we'll change everything about you. Yeah, <laughs>
0: That's what it looks like yeah. to me. It's sort of like those women.
1: Yeah, who get, exactly.
0: It's sort of like women who get with a bad boy and say, you know, I can change him. I can make him into a good guy. No, you won't. You'll wind up on, you'll wind up on cops with him getting pulled out from under the house while saying, "Take him to jail! Take him to jail!" Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, or you'll at least just have some kind of empty shell of a person who's kind of just pretending for you. You know. It's like, yeah, okay, sure, I'll go over to, you know, the mother and do what she wants. But really, he's not going to, like, it's not going to be all him behind that person. You know what I mean? Because he's still, you know, back in Jersey in his mind.
2: And to Dante's credit, he openly admits the generosity is just too weird for him, which I get. It's a lot at once. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on here at one time. There's a lot of change. And that comes to Dante not being a person that likes change. As we've learned, yeah. you know, it's a weird transition to go from this quick stop, quick stop to the movies. Here's a light change.
0: Yeah. And uh-huh. This kind of feels like a white get out. Yeah. Bringing him into Florida to basically bring him so basically somebody else can inhabit his body.
1: I guess uh, his mindset here, Dante, is like this kind of thing doesn't happen to any buddy so therefore it can't be happening to me you know what i mean like it's like if, so if one day your big break comes and you just kind of deny it because you're like that's too good to be true so i'm just gonna say no it's kind of like uh i guess dante's uh, inner struggle here
2: that's a good point i mean and and i will say here from right from the right from the um screen emma says it's weird because dante is used to life shitting on him which, as we learned in the first movie, it's 100% mm-hmm. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100% something that's his own doing. Yeah. But still, 100% mm-hmm. accurate.
1: It's like uh, it's like he's always try, trying to be this good person in the world, but as soon as something good happens to him, he like he just doesn't see it. He sabotages and himself. I, yeah, I guess that was a problem in the first movie too, because yeah, he, he sabotages himself. Like he didn't know that he had a girlfriend in the first one, but it turns out like this girl like comes and like brings him dinners and stuff at work. And he's like, oh, wait, yeah, I do have a girlfriend. And I guess he yeah, has the same kind of thing here. Like, oh, yeah, I do have a girlfriend's mother. And uh, she's got money and houses and stuff. But it could, like, he's, he's, you know, it's like he's saying this could not possibly be happening to me. Even though it's, like, 20 years later um, from when he was saying that before. And I, so Dante is still the same.
0: It would, it would kind of sound like me if I ever got a girlfriend. Girlfriend, this is way too good to be true. <laughs> What's the catch? I do have
2: the question here, <laughs> and I'll throw this out here. Yeah. In, in this moment, and we all know Dante is never happy. He's never happy. We all know this. But is Dante actually in love mm-hmm. with her, or is he in love with the opportunity to brother his life? Yes. Well, which, what is it? Which one is it? Both. It, is it both, or is it... it I'm be, thinking it it's a lie. It could be both. You think he is in love with her? Yeah. I don't think so. I honestly
1: don't think so. Yeah. That's my personal I think he does love her. I think he would prefer a life where he uh, made himself into, the kind of guy who could buy a house. and uh, But he just also knows that that's probably not going to happen because he went from, like, a 7-Eleven to a McDonald's, you know, in his career.
2: It's true. It's a good comparison. Um, and mm-hmm. to the point we I was just saying here, and this is the perfect line from from Emma, he has a woman that loves him, a job opportunity, and a fantastic life to look forward to. Face the Tiger, you hit the jackpot, hmm. which is true. Yeah. And from her point of view, yeah. that's hundred percent right.
1: I hope. Uh, I hope nothing gets in the way. I hope. Not. That's all I'll say. I
2: hope not. I hope. I hope there was no I secret hope, hookups at all ever. In the I
1: hope for Rosario Dawson doesn't doesn't fall down from the sky
0: oh no Caitlin Caitlin is still in the mental hospital so he's no longer pining over his old girlfriend
1: true Man. yeah I have a question about uh, clerks too Go for it. um uh are these guys all wearing wigs do you think no actually from what I've seen
2: this is actually what they look like
1: at this time yeah <laughs> yeah because I saw some like you know when somebody's wearing a wig in the movie and you look at the back of their head and like it's it's not quite lining up right I kind of saw that a el- a little bit in Dante in the scene, like the back of like his, his back hairline wasn't connecting with the back of his head. And that might have just been because he had his head turned or something. But you know, Randall, he just wears a hat throughout this whole movie. Like he could have like some kind of like mullet wig under there. Yeah. And uh I think I saw a few other characters who I believe are wearing wigs.
2: Really? I have to pay attention I to that. I think this closer. might be a
1: wig heavy movie.
2: I want to pay attention to that
1: closer so, to go yeah. along in the movie. Definitely pay it? attention to that in the next minutes because that's kind of, you know, like something is all you see once you see it. Once I saw the wigs, I was like, those are wigs. Wow. This, is, this is a very wig-heavy movie.
2: I never thought about that. Like, it wouldn't shock me at all Like Jen Schwalbach's wearing a wig here. That wouldn't shock me whatsoever. Cause it's a female thing. I mean, most female actresses <laughs> wear wigs. That's not really a big surprise to anybody. Most wrestlers, yeah. uh, most female wrestlers wear fake hair. And extensions, mm-hmm.
1: that's nothing new. You I mean, that's not a real, like, surprise to anybody. I guess that's, so like, uh, you know, beforehand, like, they're not spending every day, like, uh, doing their hair for, like, an hour and a half. They could just, like, put on the same wig as they were wearing yesterday. That's already done up. You know what I mean? Especially on a movie shoot. Because you can't predict hair in a movie mm-hmm. shoot, especially for a woman.
2: Yeah. women's hair can change quickly. You can yeah, sometimes having- you
1: can't get that same curl.
2: Yeah, or it could be something along the lines of um, maybe you're having a bad hair day and your hair goes fuzzy or or grows like crazy and you can't control that. So I'll be kept in handy.
1: (laughs) You could like eat something. You could eat something with some kind of oil in it that's going to like change your hair the next day. And then the next day you just look like a different person. It's like there's continuity here, people.
2: That's a good point. That's a really good point. And it's more of a female thing than even a male thing. I'm not even. i not even trying to be sexist here. It's just the truth. It's 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 a fact in Hollywood,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, I was actually. I was actually mostly just talking about the male characters in this movie. Look, I actually don't think Kevin Smith's wife is wearing a wig. I think uh, Dante might be, and I think Randall is. And then later on, who's that weird kid who talks about Lord of the Rings?
2: Elias. Elias.
1: I think. Yeah, I think that guy's got a wig on too, because you know he might be in like another movie where he has to have short hair but he's also in clerks Two where he has to have long hair so he might just have like a long hair wig on you know what i mean
2: that's a good point I, yeah. this, this is definitely a thought i've never had and i'm glad you're bringing it up because it's something we'll have to look forward to for the rest of the
1: movie yeah yeah hey that's what i came on for to talk about wigs with you guys
2: <laughs> fair enough just for like me. wigs
1: wigs wigs that's, that's my selling point here i just have it written all over the paper
2: I-, I will definitely have to make that at the title of this episode, by the way. <laughs> Cory's wigs. They never fall off. Yeah. Talking wigs. That's yeah. what this is going to <laughs> So we get back to the movie, and the two of them start making out again. Because, uh, you know, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. enter Randall, who just kind of mysteriously shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally just pops up. He's like that character in
0: Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Just... I am very... Sneaky sir. Sneaky sneaky. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's like he's like John Turturro. Yeah, you know, it's like a, it's a slow day at movies. Like, do you think they're the only two employees there? I think so. So is it like real early in the morning? Is it like breakfast time?
2: Yes, yes. It is breakfast time, as we saw in the last episode. It is definitely breakfast time. Because sure. um because they were because they were talking about freedom
0: toast instead of French toast. Remember, sure they don't serve cow tippers in the morning.
1: Yeah, so there's like a You know, like, let's say Movies is like a McDonald's or something. Every time you show up to a McDonald's, there's at least, like, six people working there. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I live in, like, a higher traffic area than these people do right now. Because if there are two people running that Movies right now, and let's say it's, like, 1130 in the morning or something. um, Yeah, there must just not be a lot of people around.
2: Yeah, we were bringing that up in the last... I don't know. We were actually bringing that up in the last episode because... We only saw, like, two customers show up for breakfast. Mm-hmm. One of them is Ben Affleck, but we only saw two customers show up, which is not mm-hmm. a lot for a, for a breakfast rush. <laughs> like whatsoever. I just
1: missed Ben Affleck, didn't I?
2: Literally 30 seconds before like he you was... came on. <laughs> 30 yeah, seconds. 30
1: seconds before my minute. Damn, I missed the Ben Affleck minute.
2: Well, I'll ask you, mm. what's, what's your history with the VSQ universe?
1: um my history with the view askew universe you know i kind of like i grew up on kevin smith like like let's say when i was like 14 is probably when i first like really got into a kevin smith movie and it might have been clerks you know i might have just started with actual clerks and uh you know worked my way from there but uh yeah i was like uh like i was i remember like me and my cousin were really into kevin smith and uh there was like a party we went and, too we're at this party, like me and like eight other guys sat around and watched the uh DVD commentary to Mall rats. And that was like that was just one of my earliest parties. I was like, wow, this is this is great. We're all sitting around watching a comedy. And um I don't know, I haven't been to a, a party like that since. Wow, that's interesting. That's cool. But um how uh, how many people from the View Whiskey universe have you guys met? Um, I, we got a picture with J Muse. Yeah. Back when they
2: had Jay and Saul Bob Goodold here in Milwaukee. So that was cool. We've actually yeah. had Marilyn Gigliotti on the show. Twice. Yeah. She's cool. Scott oh, cool. is a good guy. He's actually from my hometown. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a great guy. Um, that's pretty much the
1: guy that we've talked to. Hell. I remember when I was like, uh, when I was like sixteen, I had the chance to go to this. Uh, it was like a, it was like a small thing, but it was at a college. Like Kevin Smith was giving like a talk. Like it was like a small, like um, what do you call it? Intimate like talk. So I was gonna like go there with my cousin because he got like a ticket, and he could bring somebody. So we went to I forget what college it was to go see Kevin Smith, and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna go meet Kevin Smith tonight. But as soon as we showed up, there was a sign on the door that said Kevin Smith canceled. Oh. And uh, I was real bummed out. There's actually a uh, there's a picture of me next to the sign looking all sad, being like, oh, well, guess we didn't see Kevin Smith. So oh. I, I can tell you that I didn't meet Kevin Smith once. I met a couple of the guys. I met Brian O'Halloran. There's actually a picture of me and Brian O'Halloran. I'll send you all these pictures. But uh, oh. yeah, there's a picture of me and Brian O'Halloran um, at this uh, it was like some kind of comic convention
2: the Muse story for us was we saw J and Bob get old and it was also was it the super goober cartoon movie Kyle that was the screening Yes, that was. yeah we saw that that was what we saw and that was by the way the cartoon movie is actually really fun if you've never seen it and Muse um, mm-hmm. actually produced that movie it was actually a lot of fun and they did yeah. um, what happened was they did the VIP signing but then we found where the bus was they were traveling so we hung up by the bus And a bunch of other people did the same thing. Mm -hmm. And Jay saw the line down to Red Bull in the pouring rain, came back outside, and did all the autographs and pictures of everybody. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, great guy. That's cool. Absolutely great guy. Kevin, he said, Kevin, unfortunately, had to get some sleep because they had to do, like, a big travel day the next morning. But at least Jay came out, and he was awesome and did all that for us. That was really cool.
1: (laughs) Right. That sounds cool.
2: So, all right, um... I have one more note that I missed here because we were off on a little bit of a tangent there, and I know Kyle loved this line in when we were watching it here, and we were talking about how downtime is important. And if you want to see the line, Kyle, you'd have this Just one say, in
0: front. if I had to deal with the mouth breathers nonstop, twenty four seven, I'd stick my head in the deep fryer. Balls too. <laughs> <laughs> but you were saying, yeah. Just say, since we don't have a deep fryer, where I work, if I had to deal with the mouth breathers twenty four seven, I'd go nip up and hang myself.
2: John, do you have any more notes for this minute?
1: um no not especially I took a lot of uh, notes about like Christianity and Kevin Smith movies yeah, bring up uh, on. I think this is uh this is a very Christian movie I would say really? I don't know It's just like a love um like uh like movie the golden calf like uh, in itself like they work at a restaurant that's basically a Bible reference um and you know again, I they just come wrote from a that, uh that um
0: Oh yeah. Then again, that goes comes from dogma. This yeah, I think great-
1: uh, Kevin Smith is like, uh, not so much secretly, but he's like, uh, he's kind of like a Christian uh, filmmaker. You know what I mean? Well,
2: well I can well, see that. I can see that a little bit. Like man. all
1: his all his movies, at some point, like uh, I know he's like a devout Catholic and stuff. And I think a lot of these people are like, even the guy who plays Randall, didn't he quit or something like uh, the Isk universe because he said like he can't do any more movies like this?
2: Um, he almost didn't come back for this movie. And then the script kind of won him uh-huh. over. The script won him over. He loved the script. Um, he's the reason we're Wait. not get, from the rumors. I don't want to jump on Jeff Anderson for this if it's not true, but the rumors say that he's the reason we're not getting Clerks three. I don't. Sure yeah, because he's just like on. he's
1: probably just some like dad now with like a bunch of kids, and he's like you know I can't show my kids these movies. We're like a we're like a tight like Christian family now. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of what happened to a lot of these people. Because you know they're all they're all from like the same circles and stuff. Like they all hung out with Kevin Smith back in the day, and uh, Kevin Smith and you know he still like goes to church and stuff, and uh, writes these Christian movies. And um, I don't know. I think that's kind of interesting.
2: That's a good point. I, I never looked Kevin at Kevin Smith from that movies.
1: Perspective. They're Christian.
2: I like how I like how you look at that. We end our two minutes with Randall, kind joking around, that he was going to ask them to knock off the making out anyway while he was there, and that's where we end our scene.
0: Yeah, we got one. We got a line that we didn't get into, which is you wouldn't date a girl with an oversized. We clip? right already Earlier. Oh, we did. The oh. Very
1: beginning of this episode. Oh, my bad. We did that at the very Can we answer that though? Would, would we date a girl with an oversized clit?
2: I've never had the option. So I know. One,
1: one, Blake, and then. Uh, so you so.
2: No, Kyle. Yes uh, no,
0: no. Does I'd be happy with anything right now?
1: <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you I'm that. I'm gonna one. go with that one too. I think I'd be happy with anything right now.
2: I'm the married man here, so it obviously. would be
1: interesting, to say the least.
2: <laughs> Not something I have to worry about. So there you
1: go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, hypothetically, uh, you know, I don't know. if this were a different I, I, universe,
2: I don't know. I I, I guess it's a, a curiosity factor, or anything else.
1: Curiosity factor, yeah.
2: What, I can see else? that. a good point very good point so all
1: right i mean it's what it's what the
2: minute's about people (laughs) valid point a valid valid point all right (laughs) john go for your plug. let's go for it
1: oh um so yeah we just wrapped up uh mystic pizza minute and uh we got a few ideas going around we're actually kind of uh we're actually kind of tooling with this um like uh this american lifestyle uh podcast it's about uh adam sandler movies we're going to like present adam sandler movies to you but in the style of this american life and uh i think uh zardoz is at the top of our list right now Wow. although i really wanted to go with uh castaway minute but backwards oh jeez but um it's looking a little it's looking a little bit more like zardoz so nothing is set in stone
2: Work for me. That's funny. But, um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, we are available everywhere you can find podcasts. We're a part of the Filling the Void Podcast Network. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Clerk's Minute. John, where can they find you?
1: Uh, on Facebook, I'm John Patrick Windsor. I'm everywhere. I have an art page. You can look at my art too. Uh, John P. Windsor art and illustration.
2: Very nice. And that all being said, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Clerks Minute. We'll be back. Um, Thank you, John. This was really cool to have you on. It was really
0: fun.
1: Yep.
0: And I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. Have a good day, everybody. You wouldn't date a girl with an oversized clit? No, because the next stop will be a guy with an undersized dick. Snorting, snorting, smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, 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 beers rolling baddies, smoking blunts, Who smokes the blunts, we smoke the blunts, rolling blunts and smoking.